0: Welcome back to the Love KB podcast. I am Christina, your host, and thank you so much for listening to this episode and joining me today. I hope you are doing well. I'm doing great. So blessed, so grateful, so thankful. Really can't complain, even if I wanted to. Really can't complain. So I'm excited about that. And I'm excited to be putting out another episode. See, I told y'all, I told y'all two weeks from last episode. If you listened to the last episode, I was like, in two weeks from today, I'm gonna put out another episode. And what did I do? I put out another episode. Okay, I did just that. I keep my word most of the time. I keep my word, and I'm trying to be consistent. So holding myself accountable, putting out another episode two weeks after the last one. We in this thing, okay? And we got to celebrate our small victories, okay? And I'm going to say this now. Two weeks from this beautiful Thursday, I'm going to put out another episode. I'm going to put out another episode, and we're going to keep it going, okay? Series is going to be going the whole way through, okay? We got to be consistent in all areas. So I'm going to just hold myself to that, and y'all hold me to it too, okay? We're going to be in this together. So if you didn't listen to the last episode, firstly, stop right now, go listen to that, and then come back and listen to this one. But if you didn't listen, last episode, I mentioned that we will be doing a series on mental health. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and I thought it would be important to talk about different aspects of mental health and mental health awareness. So today is the second episode in that series, and as you can see by the title, we will be talking about mental health in the Black community, which is literally so many layers to, and we're not going to jump into all of them today, but mental health in the Black community and what that kind of looks, looks like, what that may mean for certain people, and things like that. So a couple of things before we get into it one i do want to acknowledge and say that i was heartbroken to hear about the shooting in buffalo this past week um the organized and targeted killing of black people is nothing new not in america not in the world it's nothing new Um, It's been happening in America since America was first colonized. But that doesn't make these instances any less frustrating or triggering or sad or painful for the people who are now grieving the loss of their loved one or the loss of someone in their community um, just by them going to the grocery store. And it was because of racism. Like, yes, this is America, but that doesn't make these instances any less sad or anything like that. So definitely praying for those families, praying for the city of Buffalo and just this world. We got to stay in prayer. We got to stay prayed up. Secondly, As we talk about mental health in the black community, I do want to acknowledge that I, me personally, of course, cannot speak to the mental health experience of every single black person ever. (laughs) Like, I know me as myself can't speak to that. Um, Being black has very many looks, very many ways, very many outcomes. And that's both in America and in the world. So obviously, I can't account for every experience, but I can speak to those who identify with a similar experience to what I've had. And I think there are some things that many, if not most Black people can relate to just by being Black. So we're we going to come from that standpoint, Okay. So when I hear the term mental health in the black community, I think about this phrase that I heard one time and I was listening to a podcast and I couldn't find that, the episode or even like what podcast it was. So I really apologize for that. But I was listening to a podcast and there was a guest on there and she was talking about mental health while being black And just all the stuff that comes with it. And the guest said something that I thought was incredible. She was like, falling apart is a privilege. And it's a privilege that Black people don't have. And when she said that, I was like, whoa. I knew exactly what she meant when she said that. Like, falling apart is a privilege, and, but let me explain You know why that was hitting for me specifically. When it comes to Black people and mental health, we have both been given and also adopted the idea that we can't fall apart. Both men and women, we can't fall apart as Black people. We don't have the priv- the privilege to take a day off and say, I can't handle this anymore. Because we're trying to provide for our families, we're raising kids, we're going to jobs, we're making sure we're making sure this, that, and the third is covered. We're making sure we ain't putting ourselves in a position to get killed. Like all of this stuff, we don't have the privilege to fall apart, like white people do. Let's be honest, and other races, but in in that podcast, she was relating to white people. We don't we don't have the privilege to fall apart. And, you know, part of being black is being strong, quote unquote. And that word strong sometimes is associated with things like showing no emotion or not letting anything faze us. Just letting stuff roll off your back, you know, things like that. But we got to sit and think about what that does to our mental health. Like, Black people experience so much trauma on so many levels. And to not acknowledge it, process it, heal from it, all because we want to be strong, quote unquote, has been what has kept so many of us broken. And I want to be clear, like, there has to be a certain level of strength that comes with just enduring life right we like we have to have a certain level of strength to get through and especially as black people like we're gonna have a certain level of strength but because we've used this mentality for so long sometimes it's been to our detriment when it comes to how we handle our mental health and so acknowledging you know falling apart is a privilege that we don't have we have to sit and think about What are ways that we can be active in maintaining mental wellness, being well in our minds and in our mental state, and ways that we can practice good mental health? And you know, I will say that as the conversation about mental health has grown, I've noticed that many Black people, but especially younger Black people, are learning and expressing how important taking care of our mental health is black men I've noticed are started are starting to see that being vulnerable and honest at least with yourself if you ain't honest with nobody else at least with yourself um doing that doesn't make you any less of a man we're starting to unpack some of that toxic masculinity and like the ideas of what it means to be a strong man and what it doesn't and I think a lot more people are acknowledging the fact that taking care of my mental health is being strong as a man or a woman but especially as a man right and black women are seeing like hey I have to put me and my physical and mental health first and when I do that I can better show up and be the person that I need to be for others. But I have to take care of me first. Like this whole strong black woman thing is not just about being superhero to everybody and letting me fall by the wayside. But it's being the best version of me I can be so that when I'm pouring into other people, it's out of overflow. And I still have some in my cup for me. And so us as a community really realizing these things has been really amazing and beautiful to see, and I hope, and I can only pray that it continues to grow within our community. And for me personally, I definitely had to relearn some of the things that I was taught about emotions and strength and mental health in order to truly start to take care of my personal mental health. The big lesson for me was that, Emotions are not my enemy. Oh, emotions are not my enemy. My emotions are not my enemy. I don't have to fight against them. Um, Good or bad, like they're the most natural thing about us, about me, about you. And the key is we have to develop a healthy way to process it. What any any emotion that you have, we have to develop a healthy way to process it. And that's what makes both the good, the bad, the indifferent emotions manageable. That's how we manage them when we learn how to process it in a healthy way. Chai, you see what therapy will do for you? Like just learning all the lessons. Shout out to my therapist. Okay. So I do, you know, want to say if you are black and even if you aren't, But especially if you are black, I want to encourage you to make mental wellness a priority for you. If you've never been aware of your mental health or you've never thought about even how to take care of it or to to take care of it in general, um, here are some things you can try. You can try looking for a therapist if you really feel like you're ready to learn and heal and talk to someone about how to go forward. Um, you can try journaling, which helps me so much. You can write down some affirmations for yourself, exercising, which really has a positive effect on your mental health and even just sitting with yourself and talking through the things that are hard for you, talking through the things that are frustrated or moments where you don't feel your best that can help as well. And just being comfortable with yourself and your vulnerability, the relationship you have with yourself can be the greatest gift if you let it if you learn how to be vulnerable with yourself first man that will open so many doors for you so i hope you were able to gain something from this episode i definitely did I am enjoying this series so much and I can't wait to continue to discuss more things together and just continue to grow together. So as always, follow the podcast on social media and I will talk to you guys later. Bye!